Life is precious, and we all have the opportunity of living it to the fullest. Unfortunately, so few of us know how to manage it all. How do we account for our opportunities? How do we account for our time? How do we account for our relationships, health, spirituality, homes, finances, influence, and careers? How do we account for the one life we have to live? I am so glad you asked. In this program, you will find answers to all of these questions and more. Welcome to the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. What's up? What's up? What's going on? Look, today, here's what we're talking about on the podcast. I'm going to ask you a question. How hard is it? How hard is it to forgive someone for doing something like egregious to you? Come on, I want you to think about that today. You know, have you ever had to, you know, go back and forgive someone for something that they did to you? For you know, for you know, for people that you know may have lied on you, for people that may have taken advantage of you. Like, think about that today. Like, when you think about forgiveness, would you put forgiveness with transformation? Mm. We're going to look at the transformative power of forgiveness and we're going to see the word of God because the word of God has all the truth and all the stories to let us know that it's possible for us. So let's jump right into this. You know, as I was preparing for this podcast this morning, um, I had to had to really think about forgiveness and think about, man, how his how his forgiveness been woven into my life and, you know, did you know am i a forgivable person do i do i forgive people for things and i remember there was a time when i was not a forgiving person but here's what's interesting about that it was harder for me not to forgive than to forgive mm, hopefully that's hitting somebody because it was harder for me like there was a situation i'm not going i'm not going to go through in depth what the situation was but there was a situation amongst friends where, you know, as friends, we did some stuff that we shouldn't have been doing. And then it was it was Jay that got it was Jay that wound up taking taking the, the bad rap. And there was there were some things that happened that, you know, I was a little upset at one of my friends. And, you know, my friend didn't act the way that I thought he should have acted. And I just was I was upset for a long time. And I remember, you know, you know, Jenny probably knows the story and she remembers the story. She was upset for a long time and she we were holding this unforgiveness. We we couldn't like I couldn't let it go. And it was harder for me. For me, it was harder because I felt like it was, I wasn't myself anymore. I was like, is it that bad? You know, but no, this was wrong. Like I was wronged. Seriously, when you're wronged. You have every right. Come on. You have every right not to forgive. At least that's what it seems. We have every right not to forgive. But let's think about, let's think about energy levels. Because when we think about how much energy it is to, to think, have you ever thought about that? Probably not. Because I don't think I've ever thought about it until I became aware that thinking, just thinking by itself takes a lot of energy out of you. That's why it's important to like to know what your day is going to be like to, you know, prepare to always have a plan. Because what happens is the more we think, the less energy we have. So if we just kind of tap this into, you know, forgiveness and, and unforgiveness. Unforgiving somebody is harder. 
I've talked to many people about this and I can't remember the last conversation I had with somebody about this specific thing, but I remember having a conversation with someone and they said that when they forgave, it felt like a weight was lifted. Like all of a sudden they felt better. That's the same feeling I had when, when I released myself from this unforgiving spirit that I was carrying about one of my friends for a long time. And when I finally let it go, it was almost like pow, going through me. So, I mean, the question is, how hard is it to forgive? But then when we take it a step further and we say, well, if I forgive someone, I can, I can transform my life in a different way. Is that worth it? Well, you can answer that question. Let's look at what the word of God says about forgiveness. And there's probably a lot of places we could go into the word, but we're going to go into the story of Joseph. You are, you're probably familiar with Joseph. If you're not familiar with the story of Joseph, I can't tell you exactly where it starts. I know at the end is chapter, somewhere around chapter, we're going to chapter 50. So I believe Joseph has at least 10, 11, or 12 chapters. Um, so if you go to Genesis and pick up somewhere around Gen Genesis 38 or 40, you'll find the story of Joseph. And so we're going to kind of go through the cliff notes on it just for those that already know it. You know what happened to Joseph? Joseph was taken advantage of by his brothers. His brothers wanted to kill him. They didn't kill him, um, but they wound up selling him into slavery. And, and when they sold him into slavery, they went back and told their father that their, their brother was dead and their brother was killed by a wild animal. And they brought back his coat, which was full of blood, which they just basically dipped it in some blood and showed it to the father. And the father wept and the father really was really, really just distraught over the, the loss of his son. But let's just move on. Joseph, Joseph now, think about this. Your brothers took advantage of you. Your brothers wanted to kill you. Your brother sold you into slavery. Your brother sent you, sent you down this path that you didn't want to go. Man, I, I got to leave my family. Man, I'm now, I'm basically now a slave to someone else. This is, this sucks. But if, when you read the story, Joseph never, at least it's not written. It's never in there that says Joseph was upset. I'm not saying that he wasn't. Because I'm sure Joseph was upset. It's just not written about. But in the story, it doesn't say it. And then Joseph's, Joseph is in Egypt. Joseph doing his thing. He's, listen, Joseph is getting um, um, promotions with his master. And then something happened. What happened? Then that's when, that's when the wife said, you know what? Let me get a little some of this slave boy I got in my house. You know, I'm the queen or I'm the, you know, the mistress of this house. I'm sure he'll want to do. And he says no. And he goes to jail. So now he goes from he was a slave, but then he was elevated and, and life was good. But then again, something else happened. He chose not to do something. And then he goes to get thrown in jail. Goes to jail. I'm, I'm skipping now, goes to jail, wound up, you know, interpreting some dreams, wound up getting before the king, interpreting some dreams for the for the king and then being promoted to the number one person underneath the king for all of Egypt. 
So when we fast forward the story, it's at the very end. It's at the end where Joseph is at the Joseph has already forgiven his brothers. Yeah, I'm, I'm like for those of you that don't know, so you got to read it because I can't go through the whole story. Joseph has already forgiven his brothers in chapter 50. And something had happened that brought the brothers back to the point of wondering if they were forgiven, which was their father. Their father was dying, like, like your father died. But before the father died, you know, the father was giving, you know, giving everybody words and this, that, and the third. But the brothers got nervous because they figured, wait, this no way Joseph really forgave us. Think about this. If someone, if you told someone that you forgave them for something, because Joseph already told me he forgave them, do they believe you? Do they, are, are they going to wonder whether or not, if there was something else that motivated you to say that you would forgive them? And so in that particular story, they were wondering, wait a second, make sure Joseph doesn't kill us after dad dies. So dad says something, they go to Joseph and they tell Joseph and they tell Joseph, hey man, dad said that, dad says that you can't like, like you can't mess with us after he dies. Like, oh, like, did you really forgive us? So this is where we're going to come in. Chapter 50, verse 19 and 20. But Joseph said to them, now he's responding to them, don't be afraid, guys, I already forgave you. Am, am I in the place of God? So he's basically saying, look, I ain't God, but I forgave you. So why y'all tripping? What you intended to, what you intended, you intended to harm me. But God intended to accomplish good for what he is doing now. The saving of many lives. What? You telling me God would put you in a situation that, that literally would send you to jail, send you to slavery. Yeah. So God used his brothers. So let's think about this type of forgiveness that Joseph had to realize he needed. See, Joseph realized as he was living out his experience, as he was going through his trials, he realized that, you know what, there's, because remember, Joseph had a dream. Think about this. When you have a dream, when you have a dream, when you actually have a dream, just because your dream hasn't come true doesn't mean the dream isn't coming true. I think I mentioned or I mentioned on the podcast two dreams. Um, one of the dreams is, you know, you know, I realized that God was in my midst and, and I just started saying God is here. God is here. God elevated me to a higher level. And then the second dream was, you know, I was sleeping and then, you know, well, I'm, I mean, I'm sleeping. So I'm I'm at home and my phone rings and it's, it's somebody that I don't know. And they say, hey, I want to send you some money. And they transferred me millions and millions of dollars. And I asked them why. They says because they wanted to. And I woke up and I was like, what? Those two dreams for me are real. They, they haven't fully come true, at least a second. The first one, that one I'm living in. The second one and fully come true in, in reality. But I don't live in reality. I live just like we live. We're spiritual beings. We live in the spirit. So whatever happened in the spirit already happened. So now I got to be like Joseph. 
back to back to this forgiveness. Joseph's life, Joseph's life, Joseph's life was able to transform because he was able to forgive. What? Yes. He was his life was able to transform because he was able to forgive. He was he was able to say to say to himself at some point, wait a second. God is doing something with me. God has a dream for me. God has a plan for me. God, God has, God has an understanding about me that I don't even know. God knows me. God knows the beginning from the end. God saw all of this before he even showed me the dream. And so that means whatever I'm experiencing, it's just a way to get me to my end. It's just a way to get me to where God said I need to be. So how hard is it to forgive when we know that the transformation will take us where we want? What's the point in holding on to unforgiveness? I know many people. There's a there's a there's a story that comes to mind that that I can see a lot of unforgiveness. It's not one that I can share, but I can see a lot of unforgiveness. And when I see it, I says, man, how much how much power is being taken away in that unforgiveness? How much transformation is not occurring because of that unforgiveness? Like, like what's, what's not able to come through those individuals because of unforgiveness? So how hard is it really to, to forgive? By paying attention to Joseph's story of transformation, it makes it so that it's worth it. The forgiveness is worth it. It's worth forgiving because really it's not about the person that you're forgiving. It's about the person that I can become because I forgave. The person that I can become. So I always like to leave some practical understandings just in case it's a little bit high for, for some people. So how does one, because that's usually the question, how can I forgive even the worst things that has happened to me? This is hard. I think of Oprah and I think of the fact that Oprah, her mother was a, was a jump off with somebody. She said that her father had a one night stand with her mother you know, like under a tree somewhere. And that's how Oprah was conceived. And But her father didn't raise her. Her father was never there. And, you know, I'm sure at some point in her life, she had to come to grips with the fact that her father wasn't meant to be in her life. Her father was only meant to, to provide life. And because he provided life, then she could become the person that she needed to be, which was one who didn't grow up with a father, one who grew up raised by her mother and grandmother, one who grew up in a way that would make her into the person that she is. Now, I can't condone everything that Oprah, who Oprah is per se, because I don't know all. I mean, I know what everything says like in the open, but at the end of the day, I'm just using it as a story. Because because forgiveness is a transformation. And if I look at Oprah's life, just on the surface here, if I look at her life, I can, I can see transformation because she was able to become the person 
that she is because of what happened in her life. So many of us have these types of things that we have to deal with. You know, you know, fathers and mothers not being there in our lives, we got to forgive. Husbands and wives that we may need to forgive. You know, siblings or friends we may need to forgive. Like, and here's the thing, the forgiveness is for you. It's not for them. We're in, but especially, especially if they don't know. Sometimes they don't even know. Because a lot of times we have these stories that we have in our minds of what people did to us and they don't even know what they did to us. So if they don't even know, then that means that that unforgiveness that we're harboring doesn't have anything to do with them. They first need to know, hey, man, you hurt me. I've been holding on to this, but I need to share this with you. And you don't need them to actually acknowledge. We don't need them to acknowledge, say, hey, man, I'm sorry. Like They'll probably say, I'm sorry that you feel that way. But they're they're not going to be, be able to really come under that moment of when it happened because they don't even know, they don't even understand what happened. So forgiveness is totally for you and me. So I don't know what kind of, if you're harboring any unforgiveness, look, if you're harboring any unforgiveness, go back and read the story of Joseph in Genesis. Read the story of Joseph. Get an understanding of, you know, allow your imagination to run wild in that story. Read it in, in a way that you can feel how he should have not been able to forgive his brothers. But yet he did forgive his brothers. But look at where Joseph got because of the forgiveness. And if Joseph went from the pit to the palace, where can unforgiveness or where can forgiveness take you? Look, these stories are here because I believe that the Bible is a transformation secret all of itself. And because of those transformation secrets, we have written a book on, on the biblical transformation that is in the Bible and there's stories and there's scripture and there's parallels and there's and there's things that, that all of us will be able to take out of these, these secrets that are hidden in plain sight. So keep your ears open for when the new book will be published, You'll be able to pre-order it and make sure you get it. Make sure you pre-order it. It's nothing like pre-ordering because as soon as it drops, you get it. So you get it the day that it comes out. So make sure you pre-order this book when it is available. Hopefully within hopefully within the next few weeks, we'll be able to allow you guys to, to pre-order this book. Look, this book is the foundation of what this podcast is. This podcast is built on the biblical foundation of what God can do in a life. And what God can do when it comes to all the stuff that's in your past. We just forget it, just like God has forgotten it. So I appreciate you today for being with us. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment, share this, share this podcast with, with someone that you know that could potentially benefit from it. Because I know that this podcast was created <clears throat> for people like you and me who would like to account for their lives. God bless you guys, and I will see you on the next episode. Peace. For joining us, listening friends. We are so glad you invested this time with us. Always remember, you only have one life to live, so live it to the fullest. This has been the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, 
Jay Moore. Until next time, make it a great day.